Hello, buddies. Uh, a bit of a different one here today, uh, and I think we're both excited to talk about it. I'm joined yeah. by Dom today because over the course of the past few months, from our switch to Pathfinder, you know, really trying to deliver as many Darklands sessions and episodes as we can for you guys and, you know, be consistently posting them as uh, Jen and I are expecting the newest buddy edition in about seven weeks now or so. On top of that, we are very, very close to finally hitting 100k. I know for 10k, uh, Dom and I sat and got to talk to you guys about the uh, Val and Finn stories. For 50k, uh, Jen DM'd that really fun, really silly little one-shot <laughs> because everyone wanted to see Gen DM so much. Uh, and lately, we've been trying to get your guys' feedback on, you know, what are the big tabletop games out there that you guys want to see us try, that you guys want to see us play. There's been a lot of uh, the Fallout RPG, and there's been a lot of Call of Cthulhu. And I, oh, yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I I agree with it all round that you know our our channel in the first place got our start by playing modern. A lot of people love modern. A lot of you guys miss seeing <laughs> anything modern that Fallout can kind of you know scratch that itch a, a little bit. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, I get not only because is it so good, but Darklands is, you know, on the spookier horror side of the spectrum more. Uh, that we decided to deter, <laughs> actually, from uh, the more grand alternatives like those to Goblin Quest. Right up our tables, Ali. You present us what's called Cthulhu, Fallout, mm -hmm. and we're like, Goblin Quest? Yes. Yeah, like two like super serious, <laughs> like really solid alternatives, very solid options. Goblin Quest was only thrown around a little bit, and over the course of the past few weeks, because we're you know getting closer and closer to that 100k mark, it was like okay, we kind of gotta figure out what we're gonna pick because we gotta know how to play it. <laughs> So today, if it's happening soon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today, for maybe the next 20 minutes or so, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, we're going to go over the very, very, very basics of Goblin Quest. You know, you just opened your book. You've never heard of it. You're thinking about it, whatever. We'll give you the crash course beginner idea of what this thing is. And at the very end, uh, Dom will not necessarily fill out like an entire character sheet, but he'll have a pretty good idea of his goblin's name, what they'll be doing, because we don't have to worry about rolling stats or anything like that, which we'll get into in a little bit, because this is just so different compared to everything else we've played. 
So uh, for this first little bit here, we're going to go over, like I said, the basics. So this is going to be as if you just opened your book for Goblin Quest, which the cover is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, you, you've got all these goblins in underwear. One of these guys back here has an eye patch. And this dude standing on a pile of garbage, a banana peel on top, holding a, what is it, like a, a frying pan of just eggs and bacon. <laughs> Perfect. What else do you need? Yeah, like, like, if if when you look at the cover of this, you're like, it's not for me, you probably shouldn't open it. If you look at it and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing, then you're one of us. So, of, of course, the, f the first couple of pages are just kind of, you know, art and disclaimers and things, you know, like a king twig spitter of twigs petonia the first king of the goblin hordes, and definitely not making it all up as he goes along. Wink, wink, oh. nudge, nudge. <laughs> See, it, it's these kinds of little boxes that I love, that it just adds so much flavor. Oh, I, that is I, great. Yeah, yeah, I just love it. So, uh, next page up is just all the credits for the art and whatnot, so... Again, thank all of you guys who made this game that we're going to be playing. Now we have our world map. Which I know this looks weird as shit. And I will explain why it looks weird as shit. So from what I understand, and you know, don't be afraid, don't feel shy to hop in the comments and correct everything that we get wrong here. But from what I understand, when you play Goblin Quest, traditionally the you know, all of your sessions, I'm not even sure if it's called a campaign, take place here in this enormous camp. So what we're looking at is like in a, a giant fucking war camp. Now, obviously, right here, you have the dates of war where I'm guessing at some point you can leave. Where, you know, we can just kind of homebrew our own, you know, super tiny, you know, 10% the size of Darklands little something outside of these gates if we want, you know, if we keep playing and whatnot. But from what I understand, this is where pretty much everything will take place, which I am so fucking okay with because you have hilarious things here like the Goblin Mud Pits. Oh, beautiful. At, at the very top of your map, you literally have just like all these little cubes stacked on top of each other labeled garbage. But what's... Sim but what what I really love is the garbage on the top of the map here is separate from the junk to the west. <laughs> so you have garbage and junk, very yeah. distinct. Yeah, yeah, the the garbage and the junk have been separated and are on different ends of the map even. <laughs> and like, you know, dead center right here is like slime lake and then in between all that is filth. Filth, garbage and junk all separate from each other. <laughs> A lot of distinctions between them, but, you know, like, the Grey Ward. Like, you know, this thing looks huge. It has a, a pretty, you know, catchy name. Like, okay, that's definitely something that, you know, is at least oh, worth checking out. Up. Yeah. Then, like, the Parade Grounds. And, you know, the fairly sizable icon. Like, you know, it's just when you open a, a, a tabletop book and you're like, is this thing for me? The more unique, the more creative you are, the more drawn to you, at least I will be, and this is just wonderful. <laughs> Plus goblins. 
Well, yeah, I, I think I, I think there's only four races in the whole game. Uh, goblins, orcs, bugbears, and hobgoblins. But as I say that, because I've been eyeballing this for days now when I've been looking at this map, uh, and the corner hiding up here is the Haunted Dwarf Mine. So, mm -hmm. yeah, whether there were dwarves and they're, like, extinct now or something. There's I, mention of them. Yeah, there's at least mention or, like, maybe only players can be, you know, the goblinoid-type races and you know your traditional fantasy like elves and stuff are actually in the game i don't know but we minimum got mention of dwarf in the first seven pages <laughs> so it, it yeah yeah you know it's, it's it's just it's it's not necessarily a head scratcher it's something that I think is kind of more GM related because you actually don't need a GM to play this. Oh. Yeah, you don't need one. You can have one. It, it, I believe it's recommended, but it's not a you have to, which we can actually check out here because, you know, the, the first couple of them are like, you know, what is role playing? Like, I don't think we have to go this far back. <laughs> no. That when you hit right here uh you know lots of role-playing games require the presence of a dungeon master storyteller what whatever whatever uh goblin quest the role of game master is optional as the rules are designed to work without one however if you'd like to be a game master or if you want to lead the other players through the game instead of playing it, it can be loads of fun which even in parentheses whoever wrote this said i love being the game master when i play <laughs> That's great. Yeah, which, you know, if, if the dude that wrote it says, I love being the game master, I would assume many others would too. If anything, maybe it's just to give, like, GMs a break to be like, hey, I can do the thing too. But I, I don't need a fucking break. I love GMing. <laughs> okay, so uh, other than all that, I think the only other thing we want to touch on before character creation here, uh, because I we don't need to get into the wizards yet. There's a, a lot of, I guess, goblin lore going on there. Um, I was going to... Yeah, how to play. Here we go. Because just about every tabletop game that we've played in some way, shape, or form, is based on that whole D20 system. Yeah. With all the other dice included, you know, your D4s, D8s, 10s, 12s, all that shit. So many dice. Yeah, you, you, you literally can take out your dice from Monopoly or another fucking board game that you have in your closet and play Goblin Quest. It's all based on D6s. That's wonderful. It's yeah. so easy to get into. Yeah, yeah. Which, maybe it's just the inner chaos in me, because, you know, Darklands is kind of on the more serious, you know, we're mid-game adventurers saving the world type thing, that maybe I'm just wanting to let my chaos out a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like the go-go hype 
Hyper Turbo Goblin Quest rules at the bottom. I honestly like these more than I like these. So from what I understand traditionally, on a one or two, your goblin gets injured. On a three, something bad happens. On a four, something some... bad happens. Yep. I mean, that that's actually what it says. Something bad on a three, and then something good on a four. I just, <laughs> just yeah, well, how... Yeah, and then script is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then on a on a five or a six is victory. I honestly like the the go go hyper turbo goblin quest. God, that is a mouthful. Rules. That, I did that on purpose. Yeah, that you still have something bad, something good, victory, astonishing victory, which you know I I would definitely tweet the if you roll a one your goblin just full on dies. You know, like, that's that's a little much. I think I would make, like, a one and two. Or, you know, just keep the two injury. Make it possible for you to die on the one, but unlikely. That, you know, instead of having the, the one and the two mean the same thing and the five and the six mean the same thing, I like how they're separated. Mm -hmm. More on the bottom here. That I think we'll just tweak a little. Um, that, you know, if you do roll a one, we'll have some sort of roll that happens post rolling one that if you can't hit like a, a five or a six then you will die but if you do then we'll, we can take it down to just injury instead that seems fair yeah yeah it's just you know the the simplicity of not having to see five or six different types of dice needing all these different dice sets you can literally just, from any fucking board game, just grab the normal dice. You know, six-sided dice. Yeah. So we went over the the normal just dice stuff, you know, with making your goblin. You get your quirk and dream and your heirloom and all that. Which is what we're actually going to get into here. So, Dom, do you want to make a goblin? Let's make a goblin. Or at least have everything, like, I can just take it all down, that when I can get uh, proper character sheets printed out, we, we can just transfer the information. So, let's just full on, you know, like, we don't need fucking, you know, Google this, rip off this, we're just going to go straight into Goblin Quest creation, bam. Which, of course, question one is, what do you want to do? <laughs> Every Goblin... Clutch has a goal, so I'm guessing like Goblin Clan, Goblin Group is a clutch. Mm -hmm. That, you know, instead of adventuring party, you know, they're just going with the word clutch. That, uh, you know, we, uh, again, we got some really basics here. You know, why do all the goblins undertake the same quest? Try to work out where the quest fits together. Uh, what materials do you need to do it? So that's like, you know, your task because everything goes in the stages in this game that let's just go to the actual uh, creation. Where are you, creation? I mean, I, I do have to admit, I like all the tables. <laughs> yeah, I, I did... your screen is currently not loading for me, but... Oh, here. Uh, yeah, it... <clears throat> Uh, is that better? Yep. Yeah? I'm gonna stop watching for a minute. I'll 
Okay, so we, we have all of like the heirlooms and stuff that you pick from there. Okay. Yeah, I think it's because I'm just scrolling up so much <laughs> that it's it's kind of just taking a second to load because I'm just uh, on Discord sharing screen. That honestly, maybe we just get all of the uh, uh, the kind of nonsense out of the way first, and then we can work on like your name and stuff. Does that sound oh, yeah, good? Fair. Okay. Yeah. Well, so first up, we got is every goblin has a dream. And thanks to lazy genetic imprinting, all goblins in your clutch have the same dream. <laughs> uh, pick yours from the list below or write it on a sheet, which is, like I said, I got for you. So, what would you like your goblin's dream to be, Dom? <laughs> which I, I will get you written down right here. So we got, I think, like eight options or so here. So, would you like to be a diplomat? Do you want to go out to meet interesting people? Do you want nope, to be? We're gonna be a collector. <laughs> oh my god, that was so quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god, do not tell me that you're gonna be like hoarding all this fucking junk and shit. Junk? You mean valuable treasure that people threw away? Oh no. This is my first time making a goblin with someone, and I already see how south it's going to go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so um, Ancestral Heirloom. Uh, these are further down, which when you see one you like, uh, just let me know, because I believe we just have to scroll through these tables, and our heirlooms will be popping up in just a second. Oh, yeah, so we, I believe, yeah, that's all the lucky stuff, so we start here. So, do you want a boss hat or a magic flute? Ooh. What's the boss hat? I mean, th there are a ton more of these, so don't feel <laughs> obligated now to pick one. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty similar to the king's stick, but it's a hat, so that's fun. <laughs> you have to wear it if you want to use the reroll. So I'm guessing it gives you some sort of reroll feature that it just doesn't say. The boss hat is great because it's a hat and you get to wear it. So I would say like once per session, just based on the you have to wear it if you want to use the reroll, I would say that you get like one free, you know, equivalent of a hero point. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And then we got the magic flute. Uh, man, this king stick keeps coming up. We gotta find it. Uh, but it requires you to play a short burst of notes to magically summon a reroll. Uh, probably oh. better represented with a recorder or for full comic effect a kazoo. <laughs> a kazoo. Absolutely a kazoo. Oh my god. Okay. Um, oh, and the other ones are up here, which maybe this is where, yeah, this is where we finally get to hear about the king stick. Uh, small stick and place it in the center of the table. If another player makes you laugh out loud or otherwise really entertains you, you can give them the king stick to hold. That is great. Dude, this... So it's a legit stick. Yeah, this thing has rules. We gotta go outside and get a stick. When a player is holding the king stick, they can choose to discard it to reroll their dice. Okay, yeah, so it's exactly what we were saying. Or, I'm guessing... These are also selections, so 
what we have is the boss hat and the magic flute are kind of the same thing as the stick, just kind of reworked, you know, aesthetically. Mm -hmm. So perhaps we could go with the thumbs up that it works like the lucky ear that is above. So maybe we should just go to the lucky ear first. Uh, goblins, as unlucky as they are, have one saving grace, a lucky ear. Much like the foot of a rabbit, all of a goblin's luck has been concentrated into their left ear, making it incredibly lucky. Did you know this? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> beautiful. Oh, each and every Is that the smaller ear under the larger ear? I... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. That's just so fucking funny. <laughs> Each and every goblin can uh, once opt to use their lucky ear and re-roll a roll they've made. The lucky ear is great because it's easy to remember. So what do you do? Like cut off your ear? Do you end up with one less ear? Disadvantage <laughs> or, on hearing for the rest of the game forever? No, no. like maybe you were kind of right that you get rid of the bottom ear so you can still have an ear. That'd be my guess. Yeah, which it, it does say, oh no, just choose one of the methods below. Okay, so I would say multiple players can pick the same thing. Why can't everyone have a lucky ear? But let's see the thumbs up, because <laughs> it works similar to the lucky ear, but you can only use it on other goblins. Okay, so it's like if you would give someone a hero point. You can't ask for a thumbs up, but you can remind other players that it exists by using yours as often as possible. Please do not tell me you're going to run around giving people thumbs ups all the time. Unlike <laughs> lucky ears, each goblin has two thumbs, and they're both lucky. Great! <laughs> the thumbs up is great because it encourages players to help each other out. Okay, buddy. <laughs> so which one do you want? The flute, the hat, the stick, the thumb, or the ear? I'll take a look. I'll take my thumbs up. I fucking knew it. As soon as I read it, I was like, he's just going to make my life hell with this. Okay, so so we got thumbs up selected. So we have your dream and your heirloom, which I think we're only down to a couple of things, but this just goes to show how fast and easy character creation is. Okay, so we got the what do you want to do? What's next? Let's keep going. Yeah, so, again, back to the top here. We have the dream. We have the heirloom. Give your Oh, we get to name them. So what, do, what advice do they have on names? Every goblin has a name, either chosen by themselves, given to them by other goblins, or imprinted in their memory by some bored wizard lab assistant working in the green pits. <laughs> Common names are Spit, Groblet, Flick, Snucker, Drip, wonk, dread, spludge, bitey, and so on. <laughs> Do you like any of these? I I do kind of like flick. Flick is good. Yeah. Let's do it. Flick the tick. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, sure. 
when he is the dirtiest fucking thing around that like goblins traditionally always have green skin that he's like nearly brown (laughs) (laughs) just from rolling around in fucking dirt and mud and i I would say like you remember like the filth and the junk (laughs) on the world map like that's where he's yeah exactly like he doesn't care about the trash it's just the filth and the junk Okay, uh, so describing your first goblin, I think, I think instead, um, because we already have your flick the tick nonsense going, how, how about instead of having to worry about describing your goblin, since we're winding down into our last few minutes here, um, how about you select a weapon? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, I I think this one I will just uh, send to you directly so you can take a good look at them. And you can just tell me which one you like, but just so our viewers, our listeners know what you are looking at. In our goblin weapons here, we have the mud sword, the potato cudgel, full-on something that just says stick that's it it just says stick uh this is in your messenger by the way boo um we have a goblin hammer a stone axe that's probably the most like normal average (laughs) one thus far we have a dried fish and a doorknob love the doorknob i'm a I'm, i'm a big fan of the doorknob um, a turnip bomb. What are these? Cooking pot? Ch- oh, <laughs> it's like nunchucks, but with little cooking pots at the ends. That is wonderful. Again, like the mud sword, these are mud knuckles. A rock. A spoon full of pitch. A spoonful of pitch. What is pitch? Uh, tar. Oh, oh, hey, that'd be fun. A penny nail mace and chicken foot on a stick. Let's go with the stone, or no, the, uh, what was the one bomb? The turnip bomb? Yes. Well, next to it, because I, I gotta keep on zooming in so I can actually read the tiny, tiny little letters on here. Uh, do you want the turnip bomb or the teapot on a rope? Ooh. I don't have my phone near me, so what's the difference? Uh, literally nothing. They don't have stats, they don't have anything. Nothing. Yep, yep. You mean a teapot on a rope? <laughs> sure, we will do teapot on a rope, and then I will, uh, I'll get this in Discord instead, so then you can see, like, a full-on view of it. Uh, so we will go with teapot on a rope, and other than that, um, all we have is describing the goblin, which will wait until we actually have our session, drawing the goblin, which that's on, uh, the sheets, because, again, for any of you that have no idea what this game is, like us, (laughs) um, your character sheet actually has, like, five or six silhouettes, of goblins 
on it because death is such a normal, usual, common thing in this game. <laughs> it is not uncommon. Yeah, it is not uncommon for any given player to have like four backup goblins at any given time because you could go <laughs> through two goblins a session potentially. You could. If if you're rolling really bad, if the dice gods hate you, it really could happen. But uh, we do hope that you all enjoyed uh, a little peek into what to expect for 100k. Uh, obviously, we'll have uh, Eric be partaking in that and whatnot as well. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can get Jen in on it. Um, hopefully, hopefully Tara. Yeah, hopefully Tara as well, especially with this being, you know, very, very dumbed down, simple. very basic, simple, and just chaotic fun. Right, you know, even if you haven't gotten to D&D &D yet, because, you know, yeah. she's been busy with work and stuff. Like, this is simple enough that, like, none of us understand it, and we're all going to have a good time. Yeah, right? yeah, but you, you don't have, you know, 25 different spells to look at. You don't have all these different feats and abilities, and, you know, after a rest the next day at dawn, you know, you don't have any of those kind of, you know, kind of in-depth you know, for the more experienced role players, this is find a weird like in this paragraph alone. In the middle of it, make it horrible and grating. Do it, do it first before anyone else. Read this paragraph aloud in it. Are you eating pizza or something at the table? I give you full permission to eat as much pizza as you want if you do your voice first. <laughs> and that's not me. That's me literally reading. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. So much personality. I, I, I can't wait to try this out. I can't wait to see what everyone does with it. And probably the next time we see you guys in regards to Goblin Quest will be our first session. Yeah. <laughs>